Following Christ in 2021 is not for the faint of heart. Striving to be a kingdom man isn't about packing up and taking a vacation. It's about getting your mind right, your gear packed, and heading into war. It's more important now than ever before to stand up for what's right and just in the eyes of the Lord and seek His truth. This ain't a cruise ship, fellas. It's a battleship. So buckle up and get ready for the truth, the uncomfortable truth. Hello and welcome back to the uncomfortable truth. Guys, we're going to play a game. We've got a guest, River. River, pronounce your last name for me. Barrios. River Barrios. Yes, sir. We've got a guest here today. River, how old are you? I'm 26 years old. 26 years old. Young buck. Very seasoned. (laughs) Seasoned. All right, I'm going to sing something, and you tell me what TV show it's from. You ready? Sing. What would you do if I sang? Wonder Years. Good. (laughs) I'm going to hum this one. Um, Can you tell me how to get? Sesame Street. Congratulations, you guys. Uh, I'm seasoned enough for that. What's it, that's what I was getting at. What's uncomfortable about that? Nothing, you guys. New theme songs, but you're old. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Welcome could, to yeah. the Uncomfortable Truth. Uncomfortable Truth. Do you guys remember uh, Wonder Years? I do. I do. I used no to doubt. love that show. Yeah. River? I'm just a hair too young. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get into the show and start asking River some very uncomfortable questions. Um, no, we're not. It's not hot in this room, but he's going to be sweating. I like I like discomfort. <laughs> okay, that's good. Where do we, where do we grow? Oh, in discomfort. Uh, Absolutely. This guy's already got it. Yes. He's, hey, he's sharp cooking, for sure. All right. Uh, Sean, will you open us up? Yeah, sure. Dear God, just uh, thank you for our guest today. Thank you for River. And I just want to pray, Lord, that you'll just the knowledge uh, in in our hearts and in our minds, God, uh, to to spread the love of Jesus uh, today uh, during this podcast, and just help us to to shine our light for you, Lord. Lord, just uh, want to pray for everybody out there who's sick, and uh, just just pray that we can quickly get over this silly pandemic uh, of what's going on, Lord, and just uh, help us to have a great rest of this week. And uh, Lord, we uh, thank you for your Son Jesus. In your name, I pray. Amen. 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 So today <clears throat> we have a guest, River Barrios. 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 Okay, I'm glad I got that right. Um, I the first time I ever met River. Uh, so River is my guest today. We we kind of go around the room and uh, we invite guests to come onto the podcast and um, just to keep it interesting, uh, so you don't get the the same uh, boring guys, right? Every every. Uh, what I'm getting think? a little tired of <laughs> myself. Of yourself? Yeah, so, I'm a little tired of myself. Yeah, that's, that's true. Gone. I haven't gotten tired of with that. <laughs> me, me too. But you know, uh, we know how important it is to um, to to keep this podcast interesting, and uh, we know that a, a big part of that is is our guest that we invite on, and and River is an interesting guy. Um, and I'm going to tell you this. Um, he is not afraid to shine his light for the Lord, and that's probably one of the first things that I noticed about him uh, is the fact that he was a very hard worker, he was a very respectful guy, and and he was very excited about talking about God and uh, and sharing his faith with people, and including his coworkers and um, and and me, and you know for me. That's always a uh, that's always a special thing. Whenever I sense the Holy Spirit in somebody, and um, man, I just hope and pray that 
people sense that in me too. And uh, so, River, um, we're excited to have you here. I appreciate you coming on today. Thank you guys for having me. River, how'd you meet Sean real quick? Uh, detailing his vehicles. Oh, nice. Uh, yes, sir. Absolutely. It hey, was, if uh, you're listening out there and you need your vehicle washed, what you want to give your phone number out on the air? <laughs> Absolutely. Let's go. 903-746-6263. Give River a call text to get that car cleaned call. up. Heck yeah. Um, I'll tell you what, um, he does He does a phenomenal job. There's no doubt about it. And uh, just, you know, it's always special. You know, I, we've talked before on podcast about how when somebody walks into a room, it's like they light up the room. River's one of those guys. I mean, uh, you, you just know that there's something different about him, and, uh, and, and, it's, uh, it, and it's Jesus Christ. I mean, just point blank. And it's it's really cool, River. I'd like to kind of start off today um, by asking you to share your faith with us and, and just kind of how you came to know the Lord and um, just tell us a little bit about you uh, and, and your family. Start off telling us about your family, um, you know, wife and kids, and yes, then sir. Uh, and then after that, if you don't mind, uh, we can go into your testimony if you're cool with that. Absolutely. And, uh, just uh, how, how you came to know the Lord. Oh uh, well. Starting off with my family, I've uh, I've got a beautiful wife, Lauren, and three children. Sorry, three children and uh, Noah, Rain, and Hudson. It's kind of water themed. I'm digging uh, those <laughs> names, man. Yeah, yeah. It's Hudson River, Noah Asher, and Rain Yvonne. So we're cool. water themed because I'm River Jordan. So it's yeah. uh, just to kind of keep things. That's pretty smooth. I like it. Kind of keep things interesting. <laughs> um, so as far as as far as my my testimony. My mother actually dedicated me to the Lord before I was uh, before I was born. Two weeks after she found out she was pregnant, my father had left, and uh, thankfully our our relationship is one hundred percent restored. But she dedicated me to the Lord because when my father left, she always called and begged and chased, and she said when she found out she was pregnant with me. She wasn't worried about anything else. She just knew she had to work and pay bills, so she named me as River Jordan. And um, I actually found out that my calling was in my name my whole life, but it took that? me up until about a year ago to find that out. So the River that's, Jordan. That's really, really cool. Man, it's, it's been a blessing. Um, the, the River Jordan, it's the division between the wilderness and the promised land. And God revealed to me about a year ago that that is, that is my job through and through. Um, it's really the, it should be the Great Commission. Um, Amen. Telling people that we're loved no matter what, because the wilderness is – is being in sin, but the condemnation causes us to repeat that sin. The promised land is realizing you're loved no matter what, and that grace is what teaches us to walk with Jesus. Amen. Were you saying a, a minute ago you said uh, your your relationship was restored? Oh, that's with your father, my biological father. Uh, yes, sir. Okay, so y'all have a relationship today. Absolutely, that's, that's wonderful. That, that's awesome. So he so he left before you were born. Is that correct? Yes, he's been in and out of my life quite okay. a bit, um, but for the last 10 years, I've only seen him twice because he lives in El Paso, El Paso, okay. Texas. Okay. Awesome. Well, I think we'll get into, as we get to know you a little bit more, we might dive into the restoration of that relationship. I'd, I'd love to. Awesome. So what what does your childhood, childhood look like? I uh, grew up in Hallsville until I was 11 years old. We moved to El Paso, oh, wow. um, stayed there till I was 15. And then we moved back. The reason we moved back, though, was because my mother was diagnosed with cancer. Um, and 
basically, I think it was about two and a half years into that cancer treatment, she was, uh, they gave her a prognosis where it was like, you only have six months to live. Mm. So my brother. And you were how old at this time? 15. Okay. And my brother, so my brother actually has in-laws that they've earned really well for the majority of their life. And um, they actually took us in. They took me, my brother, and my mother in. And so, I mean, it was, was definitely. This, this your brother's in-laws at the time? Yes. Okay. They've so been they've been married for quite a while. There's, okay. there's how about old's a, your brother? He is uh, 36. So there's okay. a there's a 10-year age gap between he's us. like our age, you guys. Yep. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> he's, he's y'all's age. I'm he 44, a, dude. Oh, yeah. Oh. Ancient. <laughs> but well, they, awesome. they reached out and are they, are they from Hallsville around here? Yes, sir. They're actually uh, out in North Hallsville out there off Noonday Road. Great. Right. Yes, sir. Great. So cool. grew up in Hallsville, came back when you were about 15 years old. Um, mother had... Um, been diagnosed with cancer. Yes, sir. Um, how six months to live. Six months to live. Six months to live. And so, believe it or not, stress is one of the greatest contributors to uh, the downfall of cancer. And so, stress. Yes, sir. Stress. So whenever, I mean, it's some some of it's diet, you know, sugar, fats, sure. and all that. Um, but whenever we moved out here, we didn't have any bills. Her stress levels decreased drastically. However, um, she went. You know, she went from six months. To she actually lived eleven and a half months. Okay. So wow. it was um, when we moved out here, stress de- stress levels decreased, no bills. It was a blessing. Um, she did she did uh, pass away Cinco de Mayo so, though. So really, Cinco de Mayo. Yes, wow. Oh, so you so you were sixteen years old at the time, or yes, sir, sixteen. Wow. Yes, sir. I, matter of fact, I just turned sixteen. Yeah. Um. So it's ten years ago. Yes, Almost sir. Ten years coming up. Is that right? It was, uh, was, it it was last year. I think it was eleven years last year. Okay. Sorry, oh. I, my. Timeline's a little little yeah. off. Yeah. So what was that like, losing your mom at 16? I, I had no idea. Oh, man. You know, I, I'm happy to share this with a lot of people because at 15, I was dealing with a lot of frustration. Um, my mother didn't want to be alone. And one of the biggest things about not being alone is her children. She wanted her children close. And sure. So I dealt with a lot of, you know, really, I'd say loose relationships with my friends. And one of the problems that I faced was, not being able to go anywhere. Sure. You know, if I got in trouble, I was restricted for eight weeks. I couldn't go anywhere. And so um, I was I was very frustrated a lot of the time in the last year of yeah. that. And so I, I hate ever saying this because thankfully God's redeemed me and I don't face a condemnation today. But at the time, I was I was really frustrated. And watching her go through it, my brain was almost like... Numb, numb to it or... Numb, yeah. <clears throat> and um, the the... Her passing is actually crazy because it took it took about a month for me to accept that. Right. You know, it, it did. And I'd say I'd like to say if, if people are dealing with this and you have to cry in front of people, but you can't cry when you're alone, just cry in front of people because it's a hundred percent easier. The recovery process starts there. But that's good, man. That's uh that's one of the biggest problems I faced was dealing with my emotions in front of people. Right. Sure. And you know, we're not as as young men, we're typically not taught how to deal with our emotions very well. Right. You said something, man, that really it made me think about it, a journey that, I, that I've been through. My wife lost her dad uh, about 13, 14 years ago. So, you know, it's you might close. have known him, right? Wasn't he a coach? Yeah, I don't think you were back. Tommy Miller. Yes, I know who he is. Okay. Yes, sir. That's my wife's, or yeah, my wife's dad. Wow. Wow. So I remember, um, 
I was there was times during that process after he had gotten sick that I was really selfish. Yes, sir. And I I remember having those moments because the family, you know, somebody's going to die. You want to spend. The family typically wants to spend every waking moment that they can together, and that's totally understandable. Yes, sir. And I'm, you know, as kind of the the first guy on the outside as a husband to the wife of the dad that's that's going to die. Yes, sir. You feel like you have to be there and be strong and and pick everybody up. And there, one time I just I totally cracked. And I'm just remembering this now because of your story here. It, we were at a football game and I was just being selfish and I was ready to go. And it was more than that. Yes, sir. For my wife. So if you're if you're happen to be walking through this circumstance right now, I would think I would say the same thing that River would say is understand that that moment is not about you. Right. That's about so much more about the people that you're supporting. And I can, I was 26, 27, 24, 25 at the time. You were 15. Yes, sir. It's really hard. So after you're definitely, mom, definitely caused a lot of mommy issues in me. But okay. my wife has helped with that quite a awesome. bit. Awesome. After, after your mom passed, what, what was your grief process like at looking back on that? And how do you feel like, what would you want to tell somebody that's going through that right now? Oh, uh, 100%. The women that come into your life after a passing uh, of your mother, more specifically, the women that come into your life after that, make sure you treat them like gold. Because uh, what happens is even my mother-in-law, last year I was giving her very unfair treatment. And it wasn't, it wasn't because, you know, it wasn't because I was mad that my mother had passed. It was just a, a very, very subconscious thing. And I was pushing away my adoptive parents. I was pushing away my mother-in-law. And my wife come up to me. She said, listen, I'm going to go see your parents. You ain't seen them in nine months. You can join me on Sunday if you want to. If not, then whatever. I'm going. I said, okay. I said, have fun. She goes, all right. Walked away. Walked back into the living room. You've got mommy issues, River. You deal with them because you're pushing away every important woman in your life, including myself. And I was like, dumbfounded. Do you you think that that was in fear of... So that separation again, or, or in fear of getting close to another another woman who was gonna who was gonna pass away, or I mean, where where did that well, fear come from? It actually it, it actually stems from growing pains. Um, that's what I've that's what I've learned, and I actually learned that last year. It's whenever I'm facing growing pains, like every time I've had a kid, I start dealing with the mommy issues again. Um, you know, it's any major step in my life. It started whenever I also bought a house because you know I felt a, I felt a need to to dominate and I was very possessive, controlling, uh, even jealous, mm-hmm. you know? Hmm. So you, it sounds like you've learned a lot in the last year and a half or so. Uh, welcome to the party. <laughs> it was crazy yeah. that, you know, we all talk about this, but there's so many things that the Lord's time is perfect. We know that. And when he chooses to reveal something is, is usually not when we think we want to know about it. At That's all. True. <laughs> yes, sir. And sometimes we don't even know about it until he chooses to reveal it. That's right. Yes, sir. So I'm going to go back, um, you know, kind of to, to your mother's passing. You said the month after that was just kind of, um, you know, really uh, um, you were kind of numb to the process, to, to the fact you didn't even really believe it at, until after that. And then I'm assuming a lot of emotions started setting in. But after that, you know, lead us up to when, when were you introduced to 
Christianity? When were you introduced to, to Jesus for the first time? And uh, was it before, did your mom introduce you to? Um, Absolutely. Uh, tell, tell us a little bit about that. So we had a children's Bible, and I actually bought one for my little boy about two years ago. Children's Bible, and we didn't have much. So a cartoon book was amazing in my childhood. Um, you know, when I was a kid, it was it was almost a works thing, but I didn't realize it. But it was, looking back, it's beautiful because I read it three and a half times, and I was like, oh, man, this is amazing. It's a 300-page book with, you know, 78 pages of those being cartoons, you know, so I was so proud and, um, realizing, you know, growing up, I've realized that that book has actually contributed to, um, my salvation and growth a lot. I think about it every day almost. Wow. Hmm. So when, when did you actually accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Uh, at eight years old. Eight years old. Yes, sir. Green Tall Baptist Church out in Marshall. Hmm. Okay. Yes, sir. I I was also eight eight years old. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. So, uh, you know, at that point, um, you know, I, I think I accepted Christ at eight, you know, some, somewhere in that, in that, in that area. Um, that's, that's whenever, uh, you know, I said the prayer and yes, understood that, that Jesus Christ, God sent a son, Jesus Christ to come down, uh, you know, to earth as a human to, to emulate him. And, and that ultimately he was going to die on the cross to save us of our sins and my acceptance of that, um, you know, and belief in that would, would lead to eternal life if I surrendered my life to Christ. And so I, I understood that when I was eight. Uh, from the time I was eight until I was 35, I understood that very well. Um, and I, I wouldn't, but I wouldn't say that I lived the life of Christ very well during that time. Absolutely. Um, and, I understand and that. So, so really, I don't, I don't feel like uh, my salvation was secured. I, I do, but I don't feel like it was. It wasn't revealed to you exactly how, how your salvation is secured. Exactly, absolutely. And and so uh, it took. When when did that happen for you? Man, that actually happened about. Really, it happened, um, to probably two to three years after my wife and I had started dating. Because you know we, and I talk I talk to everybody. I'm open about this because it's my testimony. But we went we went through a stage where premarital premarital sex had basically destroyed my life and uh, created a lot of insecurities. But I walked around and I felt like I had a sticker that said fornication on my forehead for a year. You know, from uh, church. I mean, from what you were learning or how God was convicting you. It was that? it was conviction, but it was a lot of it was condemnation and okay. um, nothing at my parents. But you know they talk to me constantly about it. But whenever me and Lauren actually stepped forward to them and talked to them about a problem, they said, you know what? We're sorry if we've responded in the wrong way. We love you guys. And guess what? Jesus isn't denying access to heaven um, because y'all have done these things. And if we can't forgive you, then we're trying to put ourselves above, above Christ. And I'm not joking. Our problem stopped right there. Hmm. Cause you, I think when you, when you experience like, uh, grace, grace on earth that's similar to what the grace that God gives us. A little slice of heaven. That's it, man. Yes, sir. And it, and it changes the way that we feel about things. Yes, we make mistakes. Yes, we're messed up. Yes, sir. But we have grace. And if we're willing to turn from those mistakes and walk towards him, it's it's a totally freeing thing. Jesus draws near in your hardest times. I'm a and it's it's actually very true in the walk, uh the walk to Emmaus with the disciples. They were grieving Jesus drew near. It says Jesus himself drew near. And that's what I've learned in my life. 
That's awesome. Very cool. Man, that's cool. Uh, so, dealing with loss, I don't, you know, none of us really knew what this was going to turn into with River. River, we appreciate you being open. Uh, we're going to hop off on this one. We're going to end this one, and then we, we will uh, catch up on the, the next air date. So, stay tuned for episode two with River Barrios. Go out and kick the day in the face, and we'll catch you on the next one.